thanks so much for downloading our latest episode. We're talking about Andrew Luck to the VMAs. It is a hodgepodge episode, plus your back-to-school hugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Come play with us. Paula. The KKK said I was a princess? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 399. Oh, wow. No, I'm no, not no. doing it. I'm not doing no, it. No, <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. We're, we revolt. We're resisting Big Brother. We're not doing it. It was Women's Equality Week <laughs> or day. One lousy day. We got one day. Just like freaking <laughs> so, Mother's Day. Yeah, we don't even get nothing. It's not even a national holiday. It's nothing. We all have to still do laundry. It is on the calendar, but you know we only get a half a day because nobody does the damn dishes or anything like that. Did anyone out there on International Women's Equality Day get like a luncheon or any kind of breakfast at work? No? I didn't even know it was until... Uh, <laughs> how did I even notice that? I don't even know how I knew it was that way. I think someone said it on the radio because I did a lot of driving yesterday and someone mm-hmm. said it on the radio and I'm like, I'm going to change everything. So I didn't see a whole lot of loved ones posting photos of their favorite woman, but sure as hell, it was International Dogs Day and we all posted pictures of our mutts, but no women. Well, God forbid. Women don't like women, so... <laughs> You know, I was watching, because, um, you know, I'm just obsessed with stand-up comedians. And so oh, yeah. you and I both saw Mark Normand live. He opened for Amy Schumer for years. And oh, really? We, yeah, and we love him. Well, you love him, too. You said you did. But anyway, he's always doing little snippets. They're always doing little snippets of his show on the Comedy Cellar on Instagram. And so he did this one. He's like, my ex was really mad because she caught me fl- flirting with a girl and he said something about someone being pretty and his ex-girlfriend goes, well, what what about her accomplishments? I mean, oh, because he said she was a feminist and he goes, but she was like an annoying feminist. So I'd say, oh, she's really pretty. She goes, well, what about her accomplishments? And so then he said, and then she caught me um, looking at another woman and or flirting with another woman. And she said to me immediately, well, what does she look like? He goes, hey, what about her accomplishments? I mean, she's a human being, for God's sake. <laughs> and so, of course, that's why she's his ex. But it was... um. Because he said all women, women judge women too. It's not like only men judge women. We all do. And I'm like, God, he's so, it's so true. We all judge women. <laughs> this is just very quickly. I don't what? know if you watched the MTV Music Awards last night or the VMAs or whatever. I saw the snippets on Twitter because I just, it's not a real award show. It's just a bunch of promotion. Okay. I don't know what it is anymore, honestly. Right. It, it looks mm-hmm. like a, I, I can't even explain, but our like newest favorite comedian, Sebastian Marscapello or whatever. Yes, he, yes. Right. He was hosting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's going to do with this because it was an honor probably to host. But knowing how he is, I don't know how he's not going to be able to incorporate that in his comedy because... What, the VMAs? Yes. It oh, was really? Like a, it was like a shit show beyond a shit show. Yeah, it sounds like it. Half the time I couldn't... Okay, Cardi B, I don't know what she's doing. I cannot understand a goddamn word she's saying anymore. <laughs> you sound like an old person. I, no, I'm being serious. I'm like, is she speaking a foreign language? Like, what is the deal? And then there's this new artist. I gave her her name is Lizzo or something okay, like that. Okay, first of all, 
slow your roll on Lizzo. She is she slays. She is badass. I know no, you probably I'm not don't com- think so. No, no, but no. no. She I'm is. not complaining about her. I didn't understand why she had a giant like. 30-foot blown-up ass <laughs> on the stage. Okay. I, I haven't don't... seen something like that since we <laughs> got Stern. back. Yeah, okay. Well, I think, I, unless she's explained it to this point, I will say this. When she c- came out with her last album, she did a full nude. And she's obviously not oh, a size. Okay. She's not a size zero. Right. And now I personally think she's quite beautiful. I, if I look yeah. like her, I would not be nude though. I mean, that's just you know, but personal choices. But she gets a lot of shit for being a big girl and acting like she's not a big girl. And I think that that big butt was kind of a like a fuck you to the to you know the world of people who dare her to ever feel sexy or fierce. I think that's what it was. So she was singing the song about like love yourself or something like that. And yes. you know, so here's the thing. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. And and looking at her, she is very pretty. And the She's thing gorgeous. is is her body is is perfectly proportioned I for agree. like her size. Now now my problem is is like someone like myself. <laughs> On first glance, I appear yes. to be a thin person. You are a thin person. Okay, but you have not seen me naked, Jamie. That is true. If you look at my stomach, it does not match my body. You you want to know why? I can tell yeah. you why. It's because you've had children. Okay, but that's that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, though, is, is that I appear to be thin, yeah. but I am c- completely disproportioned because I have, like, the stomach... Of like a 200 pound woman. Okay. No, you don't. Stop it. Oh my God. I just saw you the other day. It is not that. Because I hide it. Well, well I know, but still. I wear like 15 tank tops and pants that come up to my tits. <laughs> I you know. know. I'm just saying know. that. So I would almost rather be like, if if I'm going to be large, then just let me be large everywhere. Fully if I'm going to be thin, then let me be thin everywhere. But right. don't let me look like, you know, I, I've got a condition yes. or something. No, you have an autoimmune disease. You tend to bloat all the time. You could eat a gluten-free, wheat-free, dairy-free, air-filled thin slice of nothingness and bloat i can i could drink that air filled vodka that they came out with like yeah. bu- bubbled vodka and i'd probably you would bloat. It, it'd probably just go straight down into my guts and you mm-hmm. know inflate well i will tell you this i don't have i don't know is it you don't have crohn's disease do you no it's celiacs celiacs you have celiac disease well i uh i was diagnosed with the very umbrella like sounding um, IBS. Oh, irritable bowel syndrome. It is legit. And that just sounds like you have diarrhea. I do. That's the problem <laughs> <laughs> all the time. But when obviously with stress, it's worse. And so have you I ever have ever been tested for that polycystic ovarian cyst thing or PCOS. Or... Yes, I have. Okay. I don't have cysts, although it wouldn't be, you know, maybe. I mean, it's well, been the a only while. reason why I asked is because I was watching this new show called Searching for the Cure? Is that what it was? It's I am not going on Searching for the Cure. No, I'm not saying you should, but there My was My sister young has girl. diarrhea, no, and so... No, <laughs> So this young girl, she was totally into sports. She got a yeah. soccer scholarship to this mm-hmm. college, 
And basically, her first year in college, she gained like 500, no, not 500, sorry. 500 pounds? No, stop it. I misspoke. She gained like 100 pounds. <gasps> she became completely lethargic. Wow. She got acne. She started getting facial hair. Oh. She got diarrhea anywhere from 10 to 15 times a day. Wow. And so she she has been she has been seeing specialists, everything. Oh, my But she God. had never been to an OBGYN. And okay, I'm not... She does not deserve to be on the show. She deserves to be taken into custody. No, the thing is, is none of her, none of her specialists had ever recommended it. She's only 22. And so, and she's not sexually active. Oh, yes. But women at the age of 18 should all, ladies, when you turn 18, go to the gynecologist. Jamie, we live in California. I mean, that's like pretty routine. But if you live in like, you know, butt skit, you know, Iowa and I was gonna say and I want you to continue because I want to hear what what was wrong with her is it's the same mentality remember I told you we were I was watching Dr. Pill Popper and that poor woman who Pill had Popper? yeah and that poor woman had cysts that would pop and they were no. super painful P- pimple popper not pill popper I said pill popper <laughs> yes. I thought I said Dr. Pimple I'm like popper. is this a new show wait I want to see it <laughs> <laughs> okay the pimple popper and this poor woman had Pussy oh, I remember that one. God, it was gross. Her mother died. And once her mother died, she was basically stuck with these cysts. And she had to wear, like, bandages all over her body. And she went to Dr. Pimple Popper in L.A. Mm-hmm. And within 30 minutes said, oh, you just need steroids. Here, I'll land a couple of these. And, like, her whole life, her whole life at 30 changed. I know. That is depressing, for starters. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. And it is very upsetting. But anyway, continue with this poor girl. She had a blood draw like two days before they went on the show. And mm-hmm. she went and saw the gynecologist. Right. And so she went on the show and she says, you know, based on your labs and based on what I've read on your chart, she's like, I have no doubt that you have PCOS. And mm. she says, your testosterone levels are way out of whack. Oh, and the- she says... <sighs> She's like, that would completely explain the weight gain, the facial hair, the acne, the lethargy. And she says, you said you have like very, very intermittent periods. And so she was just saying, you know, we can get you on medications that'll get everything corrected. Right. Um, We'll set you up with a, you know, a local, you know, OBGYN that, you know, specializes in this type of thing. You should see a dramatic you know, change within like the next three to six months. Cool. Did they do a revisit? She's well, it's a brand new show, but she started oh. crying because she like didn't realize that it was that simple. You know she what? had been seeing mm-hmm. like so many different doctors and she had no idea that all her symptoms would actually relate to a female problem. I almost wonder if this show, it's almost like it's showing the lack of true understanding and knowledge of our bodies or how to seek out assistance when it comes because you know when someone is diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. or if someone's diagnosed with diabetes or something that we have just researched to death it's pretty clear everyone in this world knows the symptoms of cancer everyone right you know because it's been been researched forever but when you get these special especially female health hate to Mm -hmm. say it but it is true and I'm not an annoying feminist, but it is fucking true. I mean, breast cancer is literally the only thing that we all know what to do or how to take care of our breasts because mm-hmm. we have been, it's been researched forever. But the reality is, is that a lot of these finite hormonal or bone or whatever, nobody researches them. And so it can take something like a TV show to find the simplest answer. I find it frustrating. 
during this show, they actually have people texting and Facebooking mm-hmm. and or Skyping in. Yeah. Just regular people offering suggestions or potential diagnosis. So it's and basically before, like Facebook. <laughs> right. So before yeah. they even came out with the doctors and said what it was, they showed this girl who Skyped it and she says, I know this is going to sound crazy. She says, but you might have yourself ch- checked for PCOS. <sighs> She says, I know you wouldn't even think about it, but she says a lot of the symptoms you're describing are ones that I had. And I actually did get tested for it and I had it. And Mm. and when they gave me the medication, all of that stuff went away. And she said, I would have never thought of that, but I had a doctor recommend that I get checked out. And that's exactly what it was. Interesting. So she had actually said that. And then 10 minutes later, they had the doctors come in and confirm everything. Right. And of course, all these doctors are from L.A. So, you know, they're like, they are. you know, supremo doctors. Right. But, um, so it's interesting that, you know, other people out in the land, you know, know these things. <laughs> As you wave across the land. The land. OK, well, speaking of injuries, I know this is going to be weird, but I, do, I definitely wanted to talk about it. And this is why. So Andrew Luck retired. He's 29. And he is the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh. He's been the quarterback for quite for, for a few years, at least. Okay. He has been plagued with injuries for about three years. Okay. So right now, currently, all the teams are playing, you know, basically scrimmages, preseason games, just to try to cut down their roster, get the rookies off onto the team, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and uh, side note, Raiders like are undefeated ago. in the preseason. Not that it matters. I'm just saying preseason doesn't count. So Andrew Luck has been plagued with some very painful injuries, uh, broken ribs, ripped cartilage in between the ribs, uh, leg injuries, a concussion. I mean, it's just been ongoing. That's really weird. He's so young. Some humans are just injury prone. And when you use your body for your, your, you know, job, just like MMA, at some point your body's going to go, you know what, you're done with this. And he basically walked off the field during the last scrimmage game because he had just decided I I can't do this anymore and I'm retiring. So when he when he left and and everybody basically knew that's what was happening when he, when he was leaving the field and the Colts fans instead of giving him a standing ovation and thanking him for all of their, you know, wins and their, you know, reputation, they booed him the whole way as he was walking to the Fuck locker room. Damn, what a bunch of assholes. Completely ungrateful assholes. I hate people. I hate people so bad. Here's what's interesting. Every single quarterback currently in the NFL plus ex-retired quarterbacks had his back and they're like, you guys are a bunch of fucking ungrateful assholes. Do you have you have no idea what we put our bodies through? Yes, Mm -hmm. he's a millionaire. And so and the Colts aren't asking for their money back for the season. And it's like 24 million. But the reality is, is that his body has had enough. And when you're 29, he still has a whole other maybe two careers to go. He could be a commentator. He could be a coach. He could do all kinds of things. And he may stay with the organization. We don't even know. But for human beings who fucking mow lawns on Sunday, drink their beer and tell the team that their quarterback is soft. Fuck you, Indianapolis Colt people. It's so awful. It is so fucking rude. And I'm a huge sports fan. And I find that contemptible beyond I, you should be well, and ashamed that's the thing that bugs me is people will sit there and tell other sports or athletes how unsportsmanlike they are right well, how unsportsmanlike are you right you know, it's, it's just awful i i don't know where people lost their humanity or their manners, <laughs> manners. i just i really don't get it manners because 
I, I just don't understand. It is so offensive to me. And what we're, what I'm seeing, what I don't I don't think you follow football as closely as I do. But the last couple of I years, don't. last couple of years, what I have been seeing is that a lot of players are retiring before 30 because they're just like, if I continue with this, first of all, CTE is a real thing. That brain damage. Totally. And so a lot of them already have it. You know that doctor lives in Lodi? Yes. Have you seen the movie? There's a movie about him. Oh, with Will Smith? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. It's so good. I don't know why nobody... Well, I know why. The end of film literally put so much pressure on Hollywood to not release that film. That's so stupid. It was released in like, you know, February when there was no football, you know, and they didn't want there to be any kind of correlation. You know what? I still think a lot of people saw it because it had Will Smith in it anyway. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. So, yeah, I think he's a coroner or something. I don't remember. Uh, He's he's a coroner, I believe. Yeah, because he found it. He found it. That's why he's so well known. Yeah, he works. I don't know why he ended up in Lodi for all reasons. I'm trying to figure out why. I can't remember, but it says so. Because he was on the East Coast, wasn't he? No, uh, Pittsburgh. That's where he was. He was the coroner in Pittsburgh because it was a Pittsburgh Steeler who had killed himself. And he had done the autopsy. And he kept finding that the brains were this really unusual spongy look, almost like Alzheimer's. And he couldn't figure it out. So he literally discovered this brain disease that happens to people who take excessive force over and over again. And they say it starts in high school. Like they, yeah. you do get it. You will start getting symptoms of it in high school, some more than others. It's just, you know, it's a roll of the dice. But my point is, is that these guys are retiring. Gronkowski's 29. He retired last year. You know, yeah. he's, he was in pain. He had like two back surgeries. What a horrible way to end your career to have the fans turn on you like that. Just right. awful. That doctor, he lives in Elk Grove. <laughs> you should go say hi. Yeah, she'd be like, hi, Dr. Hi, uh, Dr. So-and-so, thanks for discovering CTE. Hi, Dr. Amalu. My sister and I were just talking about you. Would you like to be a guest on our podcast? <gasps> Paula, don't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do, do it. That. No, I want. What, I what would are we totally... going to do? What I don't know, man. Do? He's a little above our pay grade, <laughs> I think. Well, what are we going to do talking to a, uh, a doctor? Freaking coronary doctor. Or not a coronary. What Corner. is he like? coroner i'd be like so um doctor um i am obsessed with death and so i was just curious his <laughs> hey, last name is do? il freaking adu il freaking oh please can you even imagine just trying to say that Andu. say it three Amalu. times fast like can we oh, call you by doctor. your first name doctor so you're from uh, nigeria we have fans in nigeria we have a fan in nigeria so so that's that's so we've we got that. <laughs> so God, that. it would be the worst. We can't. We can't have guests. We can't. Okay. Um. Moving on, really quick. Eddie Money has stage four cancer, esophageal. I know. And when I saw that, I was like, I wanted oh, to buy shit. him two tickets to paradise. You know what? Here's what's weird. I am not. I don't remember being a really big fan of Eddie Money, but I feel like Eddie Money has been in my life forever like i don't remember a time when he hasn't been i remember watching shaken video on friday night videos when i was like 11 (laughs) i remember i've seen eddie money live many times do you remember how many how many times mom got so mad at us because we ordered those (laughs) videos on tv yes and she's like who spent five dollars on skid row again (laughs) like so many times it was always stephanie we never recorded to do it Put in the VHS and record the video, for God's sake. Well, it's just different when you actually get to see your name on the TV. You know, like I know. Stephanie requested 18 in Life by Skid Row. Ah! <laughs> there we are. We're famous. Oh, please. It was 
when we would call remember i mean paula remember when we called in the love songs radio <laughs> what was it on the mix mix 96 mix 96 i'm mix david allen 96. boucher <laughs> hi i'm david allen boucher this is love songs this goes out to paula why hello <laughs> that was one of the most funniest things that's oh ever God. happened to us i wish we us. had saved that i don't you know what we probably didn't realize like how many times we would refer to it like when we were old we didn't know it was going in the canon we had no idea <laughs> when it happens it just happens god it's that was true. so great i do love barry manilow but i do have this really weird affinity for eddie money and i didn't realize it until i read that he was basically dying and i went first of all whoever thought and this is this is just so crude and i don't even care but every time i see a man who's famous have esophageal cancer i think good for you it's man it's not what you think good for you you're a you take care of your ladies but it's not what it is that's what michael douglas claimed I and Mel kilmer he he finally him. admitted he had throat cancer Paula, can you even imagine Top Gun no. Val Kilmer? Tombstone Val Kilmer? Iceman. <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> I just love. Imagine him having an ice cube in his mouth. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> so my point is, is that I'm very sad to hear that. Now, he, it's stage four. He, it's in his lymph nodes. It's in his stomach. How did he not know, I guess? He went in for a checkup. He's been sober for 15 years, I think. He went in for a checkup. And he's like, I just went in for a checkup. And they said, hey, you have cancer. And then two days later, they said, hey, you have stage four cancer. And it's in your lymph nodes in your stomach. And he's like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live. But I'm just going to be glad any day above ground is better than not. And I thought, God damn it. And he's got his family's really close. His children and his wife. I mean, they're super tight. And so this is pretty devastating. Those rock stars, though, they die out pretty young, man. On that note, uh, Taylor Swift's mom has been battling breast cancer for a few years. And that girl, if if anyone has the money to get the most Herculean of health care, it would be Taylor Swift's mother. Exactly. And she's still struggling. In fact, well, look um, at Steve Jobs, for God's sake. Exactly. Right. It's just sad. uh, And on a side note, you must listen to the new Taylor Swift album. It's so good. Yeah, It's so good. I've listened to it a hundred times already. Well, I, I caught it. some of the songs last night on the VMA. She opened the show. Oh, of course so. she did. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very colorful. I, I didn't realize it was an LGBTQ thing. I just thought she liked rainbows. Oh, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she does like rainbows, but... Um, but I was she's... just like, wow, well, this is really colorful. Well, look at all those rainbows and everyone's dressed up in, you know, yeah. yellow and green and orange. Yeah, it's a good answer. And then Brian's just like, Mom, I think it's an LGBTQ (laughs) thing. I'm like, oh. Well, hey. That's why there's five rainbows. But it's supposed (laughs) to make you feel good, and it did, and that's kind of the point, right? And so that that is a good anthem, but the whole album is really good. She's 29 now, and so um, she's starting to feel like she kind of has a responsibility with all of this power you know on the metal on the media world and stuff that she should probably kind of be a little more vocal about what she thinks is appropriate i think that somehow that was uh either i read that or mm-hmm. she said that some something something i read or something indicated that she felt like she needed a champion a cause yeah because she stayed real neutral and so, but what was happening is because she was real neutral and she's from the south a lot of uh, really bad people were using her as their idol and because she's mm. white and blonde and all of that stuff. Well, and she so came from country, too. She did. And so they were saying, 
oh, because she's not taking a stand on anything, we can make her whatever we want. And so like the KKK and stuff like that, we're saying she's a white goddess. And so she's like, uh, fuck that shit. And so she had to do something. She's like, I am not a KKK. You know, I mean, she had to do something. When you're that big, you have to at least make a statement like, Honestly, though, who would want to be, you know, representative of the KKK? Like, what? <laughs> the KKK said I was a princess? That's it. Yes. Someone go out. <laughs> oh, someone, God. someone put out a press release immediately. <laughs> There's a comedian we watched the other day. I'm going to have to send you his name. Okay. I, can't, I can't even remember it. But okay. he was saying, like, he's like, you know, when you hear about the KKK, he's like, people just don't even think they exist anymore. You, know, yeah. you think there's like four or five members. He's like, you can just picture them in a at a barn somewhere. And they're just like, God, I don't even want to wear the cape anymore. You know, because they're just like yeah. so disappointed that there's so few of them. Yeah. God, well, he was, he there was so funny. That is funny. You, I'm gonna have please to send me the link. Oh, my God. OK, the other thing. OK, so I'm sorry that Eddie Money has cancer. I hope that he has a long, you know, I mean, uh, who's the chick? Rhoda? What, what, what was the chick? Uh, the actress? She played Rhoda. Why can't I remember her name? Well, she's she's before oh, Mary Tyler Moore. No, Mary Tyler Moore is not the one. It's her, but it was her best friends. She had brain cancer and she lived for a really long time and she's still alive. But she's like, she's well, what kind of quality of life is that if you have freaking brain cancer? <sighs> well, I mean, I know You're probably out of your mind. Yes, probably. I mean, your brain is like mush. <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, it's back to school, and I was telling you before, um, Malia, our baby, today is her second day of school, of college. She did not do what a lot of people do, where they send their kids off to a university out of state. She is doing local, and um, I'm okay with it, actually. I don't really have a problem. You know, a long time ago, it used to be a status thing. Like, if you went to junior college, you were high school plus. But but really, you can get a pretty sound education in junior colleges now because most of them are funneling people into the universities. And it's actually easier to get acceptance if you have college under your belt before you go. So it's giving her a chance to go to a, a four-year, uh, a, a really nice one if she wants to. If not, well, a lot you know. of people, I mean, a lot of, if you read anything about college, I mean, unless you're getting like a scholarship right. to you know a university mm-hmm. it does most people say it really makes no sense to pay full mm-hmm. university tuition prices right you know for the for g your, for, the, for your four years right because ultimately where your degree for where you get your degree from is all that counts they don't really right. care where you went before that's right and and the first two years of college if you're able to do it this way is all ged it's general ed stuff math english crap you don't really focus on your major usually yeah, the, until the last the pre-recs. Two years. exactly mm-hmm. and so she's doing all her prereq work at of the local school here and um yesterday was her first day and this is the first time she's been in a new school just like everybody else in years so she was really really nervous so she left like two hours early to because she was worried about parking and so oh yeah she learned that parking is a bitch and so uh, did that. And then so today she goes for her second day. But it's weird because like Daryl goes, hey, do you want to like do our traditional let's go out for breakfast on the first day of school? And I said, well, I would love to. But we promised that once she was no longer legally obligated to go to school that we wouldn't do it anymore. And so, no, it's over. And it's like another chapter closes. It's He was just, so disappointed, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I mean, we had a lot of stuff going on yesterday anyway, but still. Malia was telling me that a lot of the kids that she graduated with went to back to the high school like last week for what to just hang out. And I stupid. Some of them even went to like the senior sunrise 
And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, they are, are these the people that peak in high school and it's just don't want to leave? I like it's so weird to me. But um, yeah, they just they went. And I'm like, that seems weird to me. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's the seniors turn to be the seniors. You're done. Like, move on with your life. Is that weird? Well, obviously, they don't have any plans or they just so have a hard strange. time letting the dream. Do- well, you know, there's those kids that peak in high school yeah. and that's that's it for them. I mean, I definitely saw a few of those at the reunion <laughs> when I went. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, that's unfortunate. It is you know, weird, isn't it? That's their big gig. And I mean, like, I would hate to think that I peaked out when I was 17. If I peaked so. in high school, I am royally fucked. That's all Basically. I have to say. Anyway, so I'm done with legally obligated school children, but you're like literally in the throes of it, like all of it. So yes, Olivia is at that age where she's going to start wanting to do things, maybe not sports, but she definitely wants to do some stuff. And you yes. you noted Girl Scouts. <laughs> yes. Is this a thing? Okay, so basically I want to say it was like the second... Well, it had to have been the second or third day of school. I don't remember. Well, they only went to school for two days. Then they came back and then they started school. Last week. Last week. Yeah. And so it was one of those days. I guess they had an assembly Mm. where all these piranhas came in and said, you know, (laughs) join our program or do this program or do soccer, volleyball, you know. Right. Become a you know, ROTC or something. I don't know. ROTC? No, they don't do that. I (laughs) don't know what it is. You know, clean clean up trash on the freeway or I don't know. Um, So Olivia came home and she's like, mom, she's like, I want to be a scout. And I'm like, a scout? What? And I said, define scout. Are we talking boy scout? Right. And Victor looked at me and I'm like, they allow it now. They do. And he's just like, he's like, what? And I'm just, Mm. I'm like, just stop. Yeah. And I'm like, they allow it. I said, are we talking Girl, girl scout. scout and she's like i want to be a girl scout she's like sophie is a girl scout oh. and i'm just like oh okay and i'm just like well, well what does it entail to be a girl scout and she's like i don't know i think i have a paper in my backpack and she's like i can't find it and so <laughs> i'm like well they have a website let's go look at their website so we looked at the girl scout website i'm like lithia if it has anything to do with camping i'm not doing it oh, and so it's not camping. Actually, there's a lot of science stuff. Mm. But then there's other like little activities where you can go and I don't know, like they have like art projects. Like you go to like a color me mine thing or, okay. you know, um, what was it? Like a cooking night. I mean, like literally at- all I can think of right now is true Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Beverly Hills, here's a dog patch. And so they do have like camping things but i don't think you have to participate i'm not positive there's an official parent meeting next month are you going that that i have to go to and and i have to bring my scout with me are you going so yes so it cost us it cost us 25 dollars to sign up that's not bad no and in fact i texted uh her little friend's mom and i said okay olivia wants to join the girl scouts i'm like what's your guys's troop number and she's like oh my gosh she's so excited Oh, no. And so she told us the troop number. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize, but the next day, like a couple other little girls came up to Olivia and she's like, we're so excited that you joined Girl Scouts. It's like and sorority. I'm, I'm, well, I asked her, well, because it says your new sisters are so excited to meet you. OMG. I'm like, how did they know you joined the Girl Scouts? And she says, I guess they sent an email to all the troops or all the Girl <gasps> Scouts in the group letting them know that they had a new Girl Scout. Oh, and so, no. All the ones in the that troop, like, you know, 
rounded up at recess the next day and came and said, like, we're so excited to have you in the, the troop, Olivia. And Come so, play with us. <laughs> oh, my so God. She was so excited because she's just, you know, belongs to this little secret society. I will say this. When I was in school, uh, when I was her age, there were three options. There was the Girl Scouts, which was like the creme de la creme. Yes. There was brownies. Yes. And there was bluebirds. I never understood what the bluebirds were. I don't either. But all I remember is asking my mother if I could be a bluebird because it was the th- of the three that seemed the most attractive to me because it was a well, bird. I didn't like I didn't like the brown. And it I was a blue, blue uniform. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're all the same under this. I think they're all under the Girl Scout umbrella, but I, I have not Googled it. I haven't looked it up. I have no idea. But it seems to me that there are different tiers. But now I, they're well, right. just Girl Scout. Well, I, d- I don't know about the bluebirds. I don't know what those are anymore. If Maybe they they're exist, gone now but, because I'm so old. Maybe. But I know. Well, they had bluebirds when I was in school, but um, they it looked like there are brownies. But the grade she's in, which is like four grades, four and five, it's a uh, juniors slash brownies. So I don't know if it was like a, a grade thing or mm-hmm. a. Or that's just what they were called. I don't really know how. Oh, girls! It was Campfire Girls. It was a completely different organization. Campfire, formerly Campfire USA, Campfire Girls of America is a co-ed inclusive youth development organization. That's what the Bluebirds were. Oh, there's levels. Although there's no Bluebirds in this. Are the Bluebirds gone now? I don't know what's happening. Well, now like the uniforms. Yeah. So that was so twenty five dollars. I'm like, hey, that's easy. No no problem. Yes. Now, each activity that you want to do, there's a cost associated with it. But it's not bad. It's like $20 or something like yeah. that. So the uniform, on the other hand, that's where they get you. Yeah, I was going to so, say, there's like a bunch of stuff. And you have to buy like all the patches and all that stuff. There's all these little doodads, aglets, you know, <laughs> flugelbinder <laughs> things. Yes. That, you know, this yellow thing that goes to help keep the sash together that got like, that has like three holes. Yes. You know, that thing's like five bucks or something. I'm like, what the hell? They just nickel and dime it to death. Yeah. These certain socks that are Girl Scout socks. And, they get to wear their know. uniform to school, though. I believe. I guess. Well, the problem was, I'm like, okay, well, let me just put everything in the cart and price it out. And? Well, they didn't have anything in her size. Oh, because so she's such I'm just an like, inch. So, so what is, well, it was all sold out. And so oh. I'm like, what is one to do then if it's not in stock? And I'm, and I also think that because we were late to the party, that they probably sold out of everything. Yes. So I'm like, do I just have to wait for the like, stock to yeah. resupply or what? And of course, you can count on us for cookie purchase. Oh, yeah. I. Oh, my God. We're going to be the official Girl Scout cookie distributor. Ugly truth. I'm, I'm really not concerned about that. I mean, I, I just I'm not going to feel obligated. Buy to some like cookies and save all life. What? They stand in front of the little Starbucks across the street. So, I mean, I'll sit out there and let them, you know, do whatever. I mean, I'm not going to let them prostitute themselves on the corner you know, in their uniforms, shaking it with a sign or something no. like that. No. Like, Get over here. If they want to buy, they'll buy. We're going to sell them online. Oh, is that what we're going to do? Uh, yeah, that's how you do it. I don't know. I haven't been to the cookie meeting yet. Well, all I'm saying is that you have a powerful vehicle where you can say, bitches, buy our Girl Scout cookies. 
I've got two powerful vehicles in my shirt. I'll wear a low top and all those dads that come in for coffee, I'll be like, hi, you want to buy some cookies? <laughs> cookies save the Girl Scouts today. Paula, seriously, <laughs> it's going to be funny. I'll, ma- I'll, get a, I'll, I'll get a very low cut shirt that just says cookies across the chest. Cookies? Yeah. Would, you, would you like to buy some cookies, sir? <laughs> well, I just, why don't we just buy the cookies? Well, you know, I thought of that, but I think the girls need to learn a lesson. You know what's so funny is that's just something exactly what we would say. I'd be like, why don't we just buy them all? Yeah. I'll donate them to homeless people or something. Like, here, have some vegan cookie scouts. Let's set up, girls. set up in front cookies. of the dispensary. Set up in front of the gym. Just put them anywhere. Put them on a street corner for all I care. Yeah. Just uh, I'll pay $500 for, you know, a thousand box of cookies. No, I don't know. Just buy the, just sell, set up your cookie Set up your cookie display in front of the the local weed dispensary, and you will sell out in minutes. Oh. oh my god! I wonder if we could do that. Yes, of course you can do whatever you want. They want you to sell those cookies. That might be frowned upon for the Girl Scouts. Why? <laughs> Putting up a stand in front of a cannabis store. They'll be like, "Well, it is it is controversial." However, you did sell three thousand dollars worth of cookies. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't write down our troop number if you don't mind. Just take it. <laughs> Just buy the box. Bye. That's fun. Well, I, I can't wait to hear how much you're going to hate it. It's going to be interesting. I have a I have a sleeping bag that Olivia can have, the one that Daryl bought me when we went camping. She can have it. It's brand new. Only we used once. So it's all hers. Anyway, all right. Well, I look forward to the adventures of Olivia the Girl Scout. It should be interesting. Nice to hear that she's been pledged into the sorority without you writing a check yet. That's interesting. Actually, there was like the agreement form online. Mm. So I actually read it to her. I made her raise her right hand and uh, (laughs) repeat after me. So she felt like she was being initiated. That's so cute. You know what? (laughs) This is a great thing for her that she's going to really love this. I know. She was so excited. I know so many moms who put their girls in Girl Scouts and they are just they cannot say enough about how great it is. So yeah, I think that's awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her be super proud of that. I think it's gonna yeah, be cool. I'll, I'll keep you uh, updated after the parent meeting. Oh and yeah, see how see how annoyed I got. Well, you're, they're not asking you to be a troop leader. They just want your money and your child. So that's fine. I can do that. You can do that. All right. Well, let me do. Let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Back to school edition. <laughs> got a submission this week and i'm so excited because it's a true awkward moment yay and i believe this was an awkward moment that happened a while ago but maybe not uh it says and i oh i can't i'm sorry i don't remember i didn't write down your name but it's a girl my mom was helping me move into my dorm first time meeting my roommate my roommate has beautiful long black hair and perfect caramel skin we're mexican so we assumed she was too so we started speaking to her in spanish y'all she was like oh i'm native american i don't speak spanish oh (laughs) she was and that set the tone for the rest of the semester so did you just put your hand up and go how how (laughs) Hiawatha Pocahontas or maybe like she was like like Indian like mid Middle Eastern Indian no she said Native American oh Native American oh okay okay thankfully she ended up not hating me too much 10 years later we still talk every now and then and we're pregnant and due on the same day oh that's cute an awkward moment turned good 
You know what? Actually, it's not uncommon for some Hispanic people to be Native American, too. In fact, we are. We are Mm -hmm. half Mexican. And actually, this is the thing I never could figure Mm -hmm. out. The DNA thing we did, it said we were 50% like Western American, which would be the half Mexican part. But it also said we were 16% Native American. Well, there's a lot of there are a lot of Native American uh, tribes who were in Mexico and they didn't immigrate. (laughs) fuck you immigration no texas was mexico and so i think you know a lot of uh, our mexican roots are puerto vallarta area and so Mm. um i looked up a little bit i did a little research beyond the fact that we were 18 percent native american 50 percent mexican it's all kind of that would be six that would be 68 percent well no i think 18 percent of our 50 percent it, I think it's kind oh, of like blended in that aspect. I got what you're saying. Yeah, okay. it's like broken down a little bit more. But um, our specific line, when I did a little extra research, our Native American roots were tiny bands of uh, people who worked with other tiny communities of Native Americans. Like basically this tribe would do the fishing. This tribe did the hunting. This tribe did the farming. And then they kind of traded. Hmm. That was that there was uh, there's a name for it. And I can't remember it now, but they were these smaller tribes because there's the great Sioux Nation, which everybody says they are. But you can really actually find exactly who is part of the Sioux Nation. Dad said something about Blackfoot, which would actually correlate with this. So isn't that more like um, it's Western Midwest South? Well, I mean, considering. Yes, but Texas, it was South. So oh, it's, okay. it's it's really fascinating and we could probably really pinpoint it if we wanted to because 18% is actually a legitimate percentage where you can Oh, that's a significant Yeah, you amount. actually can get benefits and all kinds of stuff. So I mean, if we actually had a lineage besides dad. <laughs> well, if we had some proof, we could probably, you know, who knows. But anyway, yeah. interesting. Our, our proof our proof got shot at border patrol. So uh, that pretty much ended that picnic. Yeah, our yeah, they were beaten to death. Awesome, right? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, America. Okay, so here's the second one. In college, this one made me laugh actually. In college, I lived in a dorm as a freshman but moved off campus into an apartment the next year. One night after getting completely obliterated and blacking out, I walked back to my old dorm room. I assumed thinking that was where I still lived. Climbed up onto the top bunk of a bunk bed and went to sleep. I woke up the next morning trying to figure out what happened and why I wasn't in my own bed. I looked around and saw a guy sitting at his computer. Where am I? I asked. He just turned and looked at me with a big smile on his face and said, college, man, college. (laughs) I wonder if she slept with him that night. I don't know, but it was really funny. (laughs) That's hilarious. I know. That was a good awkward moment. Oh, my God. I I couldn't even imagine that. You know, I've never been that drunk. No, and I always find my way home. Always. I've never not woken. I've never woken up and gone. Where am I? I always am in my bed. Always. Never. You know what I can't ever figure out? When I get absolutely wasted, it doesn't matter if it's winter or like like 150 (laughs) degrees out. My ass is always freezing. I know, right? What is that? I don't know, but I always wake up freezing as well. When we did... Victor could always tell. He's like, whenever you go out, he's like, I can tell how drunk you are by how cold your butt is. Okay, so that one time I went to Exotic Zone Ball and I twisted. Oh God, my ass was freezing <laughs> that <Ball> night. <laughs> my, that was the night 
I that was the year that I wore the stripper shoes that I bought in LA. And I looked was like that the year you were the pirate. I was no, I was the beer girl. The pirate was the second year we went. Okay, okay, okay. So I practically broke my ankle wearing those. I my I could not wear <laughs> shoes the next day. And I, I was so drunk and Daryl had zero this was the only time I've ever seen him not have any sympathy for me whatsoever. Oh, you guys were in that real rough. Patch, I rolled huh? in at three AM and I had to I had to leave to go to a cheer competition at seven. And so what were you thinking? I didn't care. I did not care. We were having way too much fun. So I rolled in at 3 a.m., took off my clothes, got in bed. I I think my body was 20 degrees below temperature. <laughs> I never warmed up. Never, never warmed up. I said, I think I need a shower. I think I have hypothermia because we were walking around those slutty little outfits for hours. Well, and it was like the end of October. It was so it's not like it was warm. It was like 40 degrees, but we were so I think I was hammered. wearing like... A nighty I bought from Fridges. You were. <laughs> we were so hammered. I don't. Re- First of all, I don't. I remember snippets of that. It's almost like that video, the Duran Duran video with the photographs. Yes. That's all I remember. Little photographs. I remember being spanked on stage in front of a oh band. Oh my god! Did that happen? Oh, it did. It did. Wait, wait. Oh, was that when we were behind those white things? Yes, we were. Okay, we were okay. sent up there to be sexy, and so Stephanie bent me over and spanked me, <laughs> and the whole oh, crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. And then the guy that you banged at that time, he turns. I he's know. like, "All right," and it was like, "Oh my god, what has happened in our life?" The guitar player. Oh yes, I, know. I couldn't believe he found me. I'm like, I'm back here behind a silhouette wall. How did you know it was me? That was so fun. And that was like five years ago. Oh my god, good times, good times. And it's so Crazy. funny because you know I want to go out and party with you guys. I'm like, no, you don't. I know you think you do, but you really don't. We get in trouble. We don't even want. We don't even want to go out and party. When with we us say, anymore. "Hey, let's the four of us go out," it's like, really? Do we? Are we prepared? Do we have bail money? Do we have a getaway car? <laughs> Who's driving? Because someone has to stay sober. I know. So whoever's watching our children, it's like they know they're going to pull an all nighter. Oh my they god! Have to be prepared. They they sit on the couch with a glass of water and their cell phone, <laughs> and we just have to wait, keeping it charged at all times. Just waiting for, you know, God knows what phone call. And then what's funny is now in this modern age, Daryl will, because it's always Daryl who watches the children. And so he'll Usually. he'll text occasionally, so is everything all right? Everything's great! You know, with, you know, if miss, we misspelled. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, you guys, Daryl texted me three hours ago. <laughs> God. We're okay! Oh my God, you guys, someone, what, where are we? What are we doing? Okay, just don't tell him about that, but tell him this, that we're fine. Where's Stephanie? She's still talking to that guy with the arrow through his head. That Buffy guy. What was that guy's name? Buffy or Tad or something? I don't faces. Know. Oh my god. Where's Paula? She's making out with that guy who lays pipe for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, they're not dumb and dumber. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Oh my god, that's right. The anchorman. I remember that. Oh my god. Oh god. Halloween's so fun. It is oh a fun God. time. Oh, right. Well, I don't have anything else on the outline. So, No, I think that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. That was plenty. Yes. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hope everyone has uh, settled back into their routines with kids back in school, everyone back at work, or whatever else everyone else is doing. Please visit 
uglytruth.com. Click on our Amazon button. Start doing some shopping. Uh, like we mentioned, Halloween is just around the corner. Or it might be time for some sweaters. You never know. And then also visit lipandclip.com. Start getting your fall shades and your lipstick shades for fall. Uh, that's always important. And they usually have pretty good deals. Other than that, have a fabulous week. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.